avenuepodcast.net. Hello, all my beautiful people. It is time once again for another amazing episode of If You Give a Data Podcast. This week, I kind of get to geek out a little bit and talk to somebody about comic books and uh, all things that have to do with comic books. I'm very excited to have on this week's guest, and that's Nick Helms. He is the creator of Original Geek Comics. He is the founder of them, and they have different ones that are coming out here soon. And we kind of talk about this in this episode, as well as talking about Vengeance, one of the comic books that I actually have a copy of. Um, I actually have a signed copy of the very first one. I met this guy back in January, and I'm very excited to have him on. We talk about all kinds of cool stuff, and as some of you saw on Facebook, he makes an announcement at the end of this episode for some exciting things that are coming up with Original Geek Comics, so you'll want to stay tuned to that as well. And for those of you who are here just to listen to the Nick Helms episode, welcome. I hope that you enjoy what you hear, and I hope that you stick around and listen to some of the other great episodes I have here as well. So, if you guys are as excited as I am, then let's get this show on the road. If you give a dad a podcast. Hey dad. So where did you actually train at? I made a really good career out of being able to bump, sell, and I had a punch me face. I wasn't about to call you dad, so. <laughs> Seriously? I felt like I was in an anime or something. People get really mad at those videos for some reason. Like it triggers really? certain people. Yeah. Wow. I was actually lost as an independent, and I was taken in by a traveling group of independent wrestlers. <laughs> I love it. I'm excited for this one. Bro get punched in the face on the daily do you always do these interviews with your shirt off <laughs> what man this guy won't shut up all right everybody so i'm really excited about this one today uh i have a guy on here with me that i met at the northwest arkansas comic-con in january i actually got a signed copy of a first edition of one of his comics and uh i love it I can't wait to get more of these. Um, he is a comic book creator, if you had not gathered yet that yet. He's also a fellow dad, and his name is Nick Helms. Man, how are you doing? I'm good, man. How are you, Jared? Doing good. You know, just uh, got the family all settled down and everything like that, and now it's time for me to do my podcast and, uh, you know, just get out here and talk. Yeah, I know how that goes. I know <laughs> how that goes. I'll... All too well, really. <laughs> yeah, you were telling me you have five kids, right? I, d- I do. I do have five kids. And Ooh. if it sounds crazy, like I, I said to you, once you get past three, it really doesn't matter anymore because at that point you're outnumbered. And so yeah. it just it doesn't matter. It's just crazy past three. So it's, <laughs> it's like four. OK, whatever. Five. OK, whatever. At this point, <laughs> we're barely here. Yeah. Uh, so I have two kids. I have a boy and a girl. One's uh 11 and one's 12 so i'm starting to get to that age where they have the attitude and stuff like that so you know it's it's rough i'm not sure how old are your kids well my my oldest boy uh i have four boys and one girl um and the oldest boy is 12 Mm -hmm. and so i totally understand what you're talking about (laughs) because i'm dealing with that as well yeah (laughs) um and then i have a 10 year old boy and a nine year old boy and then my daughter is five 
and then my youngest son is two. Okay. Well, man, you've got you get the age range there. Then you're gonna uh, have lots of fun times. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I at once I thought I was like, oh look, I can probably see the light now. It's getting well, man. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, I try to get my kids on here every once in a while and uh, kind of talk and everything. And they're actually in my little intro thing that I have at the beginning Right. of the show. And uh, my son, he actually hates that now. He's like, I wish you would change it because I did it over a year ago. And so their voices were much, you know, more. Yeah. Um, they were littler whenever I did that. And he's uh, starting to go and, you know, change and things like that. And so he's got the deeper voice and everything. And my daughter just rolls her eyes at me. So, you know, we're at that stage with her. <laughs> Yeah, my my son's got the voice change and go uh going on right now too. And so like all the time every time he'll say something to me, I'll start talking like Christian Bell Batman. <laughs> so he'd be like, "Dad," I'll be like, "Dad." I got a question. <laughs> You'd be like, I don't sound like that. And I'm like, I don't sound like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Kids are fun. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I don't know what I'd do without them, but they do make me pull my hair out sometimes. oh yes. Yeah, they're 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 a blast, uh, but then they go to sleep and they're even better. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So the reason why I kind of brought you on here and everything, like I said, we met at Comic-Con, I believe it was in January at the Northwest Arkansas Comic-Con. Was that your first year being there? That was the first time I had ever been to NWA Comic Con. Oh, okay. Uh, I've, so I've only been there twice. I went the year previous and uh, it was a lot of fun. I met a lot of cool people, but I was a little bit more prepared this past year. and met some people and uh, it, I love going to those things. They're, uh, they're a blast. Yeah, uh, I just started really getting into the con circuit like in near the end of last year. Mm -hmm. Um, like September, really. Okay. And uh, so, like, that was my first con of the year, and I've done three cons since then, and I got two more scheduled for this year. So uh, I'm sure that'll change. I'll probably get some more. Um, but, yeah, it's it's been a blast. Um, so it's really good place to connect. Um, it's really good for independent people, creators and stuff to go to. Mm hmm Right. Um, because, you know, there's so much uh, media out in the world these days. Everybody is doing something, you know, everybody's got like, as you know, a podcast or they got, you know, a book or comic or movie or show or something, you know, something YouTube or something like that. You know, someone's everybody's doing something Right. and there's just this oversaturation of uh, stuff that it's really hard to market sometimes, Right. I think, Yeah. um, because, you know, everybody's. You can do the social media thing, and that's Mm all hmm good and well. Um, and you can get an audience there. And but I think the best place to get an audience like is is cons um, because you're you're out there, you're meeting the people, you're talking to people. Some cons, you're getting thousands of thousands of people there, as you remember it. NWA that Mm place hmm was packed. Yes, So, it was. <laughs> man, Saturday, Saturday. I don't know. Did I meet you on Saturday or Sunday? Was It it Saturday? was Saturday, I believe it was, Dude, yeah. Saturday. I, I I'm surprised I even remember because Saturday was crazy. Um, I think it was open from like ten to five, ten to six, or something like that on Saturday. And uh, the booth next to me was an artist guy, and I tried talking to him. I 
talk to him three times for a total of five minutes once the con once the con started oh wow because that's all the time that we had we were i mean he was slammed mm -hmm. um the whole time um he he was he's really good artist and you know people just coming up to your my booth and stuff so i mean it it means so that and if you're listening to it and you're listening to this right now and you're a local creator and you haven't gotten the con circuit do it i mean because it is it's worth it i mean because i was literally uh you know nobody knew me up there i mm -hmm. wasn't like a featured guest or anything i just had a little you know a little booth i mean little booth there one five by five booth and i sold like 60 books oh. which which is really good for me Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't know what that's going to sound to some people that listen here. I mean, because you've had some awesome people. Uh, you had J. Michael Tatum on here. Right. So, I mean, uh, <laughs> that was cool. I, I, that was a, that was a, a so awesome episode. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, see, I listen. I listen to the episodes. <laughs> um, I like that one. And then the one where you had your like uh, your band teacher. Uh -huh. um, yeah. So I, those are some of my favorites. So okay. I've listened to. Um, but yeah, so that may not sound good necessarily him you know if he's like i sold 60 autographs he's like hey okay it's all right but you know to <laughs> me that's a lot yeah books. <laughs> you know because i only had the first issue of right. vengeance out then too so the second issue didn't come out until march mm -hmm. so it was just one one comic i had one comic so and sold 60 co copies and so from somebody from a small town and in the center of Arkansas, like me, that that was a lot. And so I wouldn't have been able to do that unless I went to the con circuit. Because once I started doing cons, that's where all my sales have really come from. So like I said, it's a great way. And I, you know what I noticed? Can I, can I just comment on NWA Con and sure. you guys up there in Northwest? The most friendliest people. The friendliest people, um, and the and the greatest people to follow you once they you know meet you. The people uh -huh. that still follow you, because I mean, I stay in touch with several people from that con, maybe up to like a dozen. Okay, of those people still they still buy stuff. They bought the second issue, um, or they con you know they talk talk to me on a regular basis. Uh, ask me what cons I'm doing, if I'm going to be at so-and-so con, you know, when the next time they can see me, what cons I will be at, maybe they can make it out, or, mm -hmm. you know, just liking my stuff, like, I know that you like my stuff a lot, um, so, I mean, that matters a lot to someone like me, mm -hmm. and so just having that, like I said, just a con experience in a whole, and I know that kind of, maybe a little off of a little tangent <laughs> there, but um, I have a tendency to do that, I'm a writer, so if You're anyone's good. listened to it, and like, why do you go off on so many tangents? Because I'm a writer, and that's how I make things work. It's because <laughs> everything comes from tangents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. You know, I mean, uh, you're right. The uh, These are a great way to get to know people. And the thing is, it, whenever you're, you have, like, a project like this, like, you write comic books, and you have all these, you have these projects that you're doing, and then I have my podcast, you know, and if you're not out there peddling your stuff, you know, a lot of times it's not going to get the attention that it needs and everything. You've got to work hard to get your, uh, your name out there, no matter how good the product is. If you're not out there trying to sell yourself, then it's not going to get anywhere. So these things are really cool to be a part of. Yeah. I mean, you can have a basket full of gold, but if you don't show people that, then really does it matter? <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. 
it, it doesn't matter. So, <laughs> so the uh, going back to one thing you said, uh, the J. Michael Tatum. Um, I, I told this uh, whenever he was on and everything, but it, it still just blows me away. I was wearing my podcast T-shirt, you know, because I'm going to advertise no matter where I go. Right. And uh, has the QR code, all that stuff. In fact, uh, JBL, uh, I have a funny story with him. He was one of the wrestlers there. But uh, with J. Michael Tatum, I walk up, meet him. Very nice guy. He sees my shirt and he's like, well, what is that? And so I start talking to him and telling him about it. And then at the end, you know, I got a little bit of boldness, you know, and I was like, maybe one day I could get you on the show. And he was like, sure, why not? You know, just as easy as that, you know, and had I yeah. not walked up to him, talked to him, had I not been advertising my own stuff, then that might have not have ever happened. Yeah, that that's just that was just crazy. Whenever I was listening to you say that, and I was like, first, when I saw that he was going on there, I was like, man, what? I mean, Jared <laughs> just seemed like a normal dude like me. And then all of a sudden he's got J. Michael Tatum coming on. I was like, <laughs> dude's a legend in anime. Like, and I'm just like, yeah. I was just floored, and and then when you told the story on there, how you just went up to him and it was just like, "Hey, want to be on this podcast?" And he's like, "Sure." I was like, "Man, I could have like, hey, you want to like talk about my comic with, yeah, <laughs> you know, wherever you go, yeah, sure." And so I'm actually in the process. There's a few other ones that I want to get on. There's a podcast that I've recently started following, and they started following me, and it was actually. Whenever I announced that I was going to have him on, I had them start following me on Instagram, and it's called the Anime Dad Podcast. And uh, he's actually going to help me try to get some more people in that genre because, you know, a lot of what I have is wrestlers on here, but I want to be able to have more different types of entertainment people on the show. You know, I I'm so over the moon glad that I'm able to have you on here. I've never had somebody who's created a comic book on here before, or, I, you know, I haven't had a writer. I've talked to a few writers about having them on and, you know, it hasn't really worked out. I've had people on here who've written books about what they do, but it isn't writing. Isn't what they do. If you get what I mean? Yeah. So this is really cool. You know, that I'm, you know, getting all these different aspects on the show. Yeah, that's what I uh, like about your show. It's just like, it's just so, you can't really, I can't really place it anywhere. I was like, they're just, I, I was telling somebody about it. I said, he's just has conversations with people. I mean, yeah. some people are just normal people like me and you. Some people are a little bit, you know, a little bit higher than normal people. And then he's had J. Michael Tatum on there. And so, I mean, <laughs> like, I just, it's just random people and they all do random things. You've had like some wrestlers on here, I believe. So, mm -hmm. right. Some independent wrestlers. Yes. Um. Yeah. Not, uh, I think he had a couple weeks ago. I think he had one. Um. And so I was like, telling someone about it. I was like, it's just, you can't really place it. Um. This podcast. And that's what I love about it. It's yeah. just like it's just, just fun time having normal conversations like they would have if it wasn't recorded. So right. I mean, that's basically what it is. That's what I like. Yeah. So let's kind of get into it a little bit. What is probably one of your earliest memories when it comes to comic books? Oh yeah, I can definitely remember that. Um I was born in nineteen eighty seven, which okay. means that uh about my age. Yeah. So the thing is is that really 1987 that means that i grew up in what the 90s the mm -hmm. early 90s is mm -hmm. when i was a kid and what come out <clears throat> in the early 90s but batman the animated series great series. Well, when batman the animated series came out i was hooked and that's like the first thing that i can remember really remember really getting into when i was a kid 
Mm -hmm. was Batman the Animated Series, and I loved every moment of that. I watched that. I watched the Spider-Man the Animated Series that came on Fox, mm -hmm. um, and the X-Men the Animated Series, um, and I loved the Spider-Man one as two, but the one I first watched was Batman Animated Series. Got totally obsessed with Batman, started buying some comic books, um, and and that's really how I got into it was really through Batman the Animated Series because it's like who is this? What is who is this character? Where does this character come from? Yeah, uh, learning more all about what can I learn about Batman? You know, and so went from that to the, hey, there's a comic book shop right down the road from my grandma's house. Can we stop here? Let me get some books. Um, some of the first books that I remember getting was right after the the death of Superman and okay. the reign of the Superman the Superman. Mm -hmm. Um, some of the books that I bought were those ones, and some then I remember some X Men comics. But I really remember the uh, Super Reign of the Superman comics. You know, each one of them had like a different color uh, right. cover that had that just a Superman symbol, but it was like green one, a blue one, and it was mm -hmm. you know Cyborg Superman, Eradicator, and stuff like that. I had all those, and uh, I don't ever. I don't know what happened to them throughout the years, um, because there was a long period of time that eventually I ended up getting out of comics um for one thing or another i can't really remember yeah. why i think it had just the stuff to do with you know maybe <laughs> people the way people were towards right. it and yeah. that's kind of why i got out of it and you know living in then living out in the country didn't really have a comic book shop either so it's kind of like gotten to some other things um still geek centric and um so get out of comics for a while and i actually just bought at, I think at NWO account, uh, it was at that I got some of those Superman comics that I used to have the Reina, the Superman oh, ones, cool. um, with like Eradicator and Cyborg Superman okay. and all those. I I found those and I I bought those. Totally okay. random. Don't have any other <laughs> Superman comics, but uh, you know, I was like, hey, I want these because I remember <laughs> these and these were my first comics and I want them again. So now just in my pool boxes or in my comic boxes here i just got those random ones That's but they cool. they mean something special to me right and then i guess really like i said i was always you know into the uh, but i always kept up with what was going on you right. know i still kept up with it especially with you know when the internet age came <laughs> the internet age uh but really it is you know you know 2000s early 2000s and stuff you know mm -hmm. when the internet got really big you know i started you know keeping up with it and i've always had you know my finger on the pulse of the comic book world, knowing what was going on, watched all the superhero stuff. I, I pretty much knew everything about like other books, like an encyclopedias and stuff like this, of you know Marvel encyclopedia, DC encyclopedia, and stuff like that. Right. Other books that had those people, and I was learning all I could about the characters, even though I wasn't buying comics because I could find the other books. Um, I just you know wasn't getting comics, and so. That's really how I kept into it. And then, you know, I started watching Smallville after yep. a couple seasons after it came out. Yep. Really got into that. Was So I was really big in the Superman and stuff like that. And then um, I guess really uh, now, Jared, I'm pretty much going to go into this whole where my comic idea came from. Okay. Um, so just because I think it all kind of weaves together mm -hmm. uh, in a way. So I'm I'm painting a picture here. And I paint with broad strokes because right. I don't, I don't know how to draw. So, um, <laughs> and so, so we're at circa two thousand five, two thousand six, mm -hmm. um, two thousand six, two thousand seven. That's about where we're at. 
2006, 2007. I, uh, I went to college, uh, UALR, in case you didn't know, University of Arkansas at Little Rock. Mm -hmm. um, and I was the, inter the first ever entertainment editor for the Forum newspaper there. Um, and oh, okay. so... Yeah, yeah. Uh, the first one that in 2007 was the first time that they had an entertainment section, and I was the first person to be an editor wow. for the entertainment section. So, um, little fun fact. And one of the guys that worked uh, under me, um, his name was Stephen Thrash. Uh, he was big in the Smallville, and we started talking about, you know, this was getting near the end of Smallville's run. What's mm -hmm. the CW going to do after that? Um, what are they going to do? Well, they should make a Batman show. So we <laughs> we came up with a whole Batman thing, a whole Batman show. Uh, wrote a wrote a screenplay for it. Wrote outlines for like you know twelve episodes. Had this whole thing, and it was called Gotham Knights. And we were I know there's a video game in the show now. Um, yes. <laughs> I, I was there first. And what was really weird is the story centered around uh, Bruce Wayne being dead or dying. Okay. Okay. Which is weird because the Gotham Knight show now is a <laughs> <laughs> nice original idea, Warner Brothers. Uh, and then also, it was also before the Batman RIP where he died in Final Crisis. Just okay. fun fact, just fun fact, I killed Bruce Wayne first. Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, I have I have it, uh, you know, copyrighted 2006 too. So, I mean, just FYI. No, um, I do like to say that every now and then, just for the just for the people at home. Yeah, um, <laughs> not bitter about it, but not at all. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> so we did that, and so like I learned how to write screenplays, and so I come up with my own original idea called Vengeance, and in the movie, and I wrote it as a movie, and it was going to be called Vengeance Emergence, and then I was going to do the movie myself. I casted all the roles and everything, and I was going to do it. I found somebody that could do SF uh, special effects, so it was all good. It was going to work out, and I just didn't feel comfortable with it. Um, like I was like, I don't want to do this myself. I'm just mm -hmm. going to keep keep on. So then I just kept on working on it, and I ended up writing like three movie scripts. And so I had three movies. Three vintage oh, wow. movies. Yeah, and I was like, okay, well, now I have a lot. And then I just kept up coming with stuff that would happen. And I, so I just kept on drawing on this myth, you know, writing on this mythology. Mm -hmm. And then next thing I know, I was like, well, maybe I should make this as a TV series. So then I wrote some TV scripts, and I wrote some synopsis of TV scripts. And next thing I know, I got like 50 to 60 episodes in my head of TV. And I'm just like, okay, I'm going to do this myself. So then I started casting for a web series, and this has been, had been a couple years at this point. Um, and I was like, I'm going to do this myself. Got it all cast, and then I was like, I don't think I'm going to do this now. <laughs> I was like, something just didn't seem right. I was like, this doesn't seem right. I'm just going to keep this thing. And then I was like, I don't know what to do. So I was like, whatever. So I just put this all in a file folder. Uh -huh. Put it all in a file folder. All right, so now we're going we're gonna to go up to... I don't know, about three or four years ago. Mm -hmm. So we were like at 2019, right? Okay. And I have had never could get this idea out of my head. I could mm -hmm. never get the vengeance idea out of my head. And um, I was like, why can't I get this idea out of my head? Well, I've had it for like 12 years in my head. So I had been building it up, had a nice big old file folder full of stuff. <laughs> um, character arc, synopsis, everything. I mean, treasure trove. And um, I was like, 
Okay, and so I had recently, about 2019, um, around this time, started getting really back into comics, started collecting comics again. I was like, and so about, two, yeah, it was about 2019, um, mid-2019, started really collecting comics again, really getting into that again, and I've been doing that ever since then. And I was like, I love comics. This is my favorite medium. Um, this is This is what I want to do. You know, this is, I love this. I love Yeah. comics. I don't know why I ever gave this up. Um, and I read a lot. I've read a lot since then too. And I read a lot of comics in 2019 to kind of catch myself up because it'd Yeah. been so long um, and stuff that I was like, well, I kind of want to see what happened here. We'll see what happened here and see what happened here. And I was like, comics are the best medium. There, It's just a, an amazing way to tell a story and you can get so much into it. And like, it's just beautiful art and all kinds of stuff. And then I was like, Why don't I do Vengeance as a comic book? I was like, this seems like a smart idea. It's a superhero comic. Wow, it's a superhero. Anyway, doesn't that make sense? Why did you not do this all long ago? You're so dumb. Okay. So that's what I did. Uh, and so that's that's as a full, like I said, I'll take you on a journey. And, and here we are. And so because of all of that, it all came together of where I am now. being a comic creator and into comics and everything. So that, that's the full circle where Wow. I'm at there. Well, Yeah. that's really cool. You know, I mean, it, it's funny, you, you've brought up a lot of things here. And as I'm doing this, I have a notepad in front of me because uh, I'm in my, you know, thirties now. And so I forget things if I don't write it down. And uh, so as you've been talking, I've been making little notes here about little things that I've wanted to talk about. You know, uh, you grew up in the same time period that I did. So a lot of your um, TV watching and comic book watching and stuff uh, is is the same as what I did. And it was funny because as you said, you started talking about Smallville. I was writing Smallville down to ask you about it and everything. And uh, that was one that really got my attention again, got me back into comics was whenever Smallville started. And uh, I was always a... a Superman guy. I don't know. What, what would you say is probably your favorite superhero? Probably Batman. Uh, Batman. yeah, Batman, and I really like uh, Spider-Man as well. Okay. Um, and those are my two. If, like, my wife was like, you can only get two comics a month, I'm going to get Batman, and I'm going to get Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. So uh, that's probably my... So if, you know, knife to my throat, that's probably what I would pick. So I'm going to say them. Um, then I got like some other ones that are, I like, I also like anti-heroes. So like, I'm a big Venom guy. Uh -huh. I really like Venom. So I, I, I probably like Venom as much as I like Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, um, definitely I would definitely say Batman, but I like Superman and I really liked Smallville and I was really into Superman for a really long time during that period. Yeah. Uh, but it was just, you know, I just come, come back to the dark night. It's just, it's just hard. um to do it because i he's just a sort such a tortured character to me and just the what he goes the what bruce goes through and puts himself through as just a normal guy Right. um and standing beside gods basically Yes. and you know able to hold his own Mm and -hmm. if he wanted to he could beat them all down Right. and just
that's just amazing to me. <laughs> he has a contingency plan for each and every one of them. Yeah. Yeah. And so just that and, you know, being the preparedness and just the adversity and never giving up um, yeah. that he does, that just means a lot to me because I've never given up on my idea and just went through all the adversity to make my dream, you know, come true. And he, he did, he does the same. He never, he never gives up. Um, so that I would definitely, definitely say Batman. As I look on my wall, 16 different <laughs> Batman things. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I've got some, you know, pretty cool nerdy stuff over here that I've got on my walls and I've recently expanded my area um, to where now I have a 55 inch TV and a futon out here with me as well. So, uh, and I've got some of my game consoles. And so now I got the other side that I can decorate. So I'm excited about that. <laughs> nice, nice. More stuff to buy. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, Superman has always been probably my favorite, especially after the uh, Superman death. I have the anniversary edition where it has the entire story uh, compiled into one graphic novel nice and then i have a bunch of the you were talking about the um superman you know uh the ones um that came after him uh but did you have any of the funeral for friends comics i don't think so i i actually have the one in it uh or there, i think there were six of them total mm -hmm. um and I actually have the one where Bill Clinton was written into the comic book to give a speech at Superman's funeral. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was really cool. And yeah, so you can see him and you can see um, even Hillary Clinton standing beside him as the first lady in the comic. And he had himself for it. He had them write him in so he could do like a eulogy or something at the funeral. But they're, they're really cool comics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely have heard that. Um, I just don't have though have those but I'm, I'm also wanting to get the the thing that you have of the omnibus of uh uh the death and return of superman yeah so i got i have my and uh it's it's a hopefully it's a this year purchase but we will we will see i've bought a lot of books this year so right now my wife is like you're not allowed <laughs> to buy any more books until you read all of these but we, I have a goal to buy 23 books this year on 23 mm -hmm. uh 23 graphic not books but 23 graphic novels comics okay and, uh so i think i'm like 12 in right now so i mean i'm doing pretty good yeah. just the other 11 are very expensive like 100 dollars, 150 bucks right so you know those are gonna have to be spaced out later um <laughs> so we'll see if i my i go from get my goal this year but yeah that is the also had a goal to just read 23 books or there are 23 books in general mm -hmm. and now now i had to change it to 52 or yeah sort of one every week oh wow i blew through the 23 already uh -huh. so now i'm on like almost on 40 so you're even ahead of the year because that's like one a yeah. year or one a week you know so you're you, you're probably gonna have to up that number again i read a lot <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to collecting comic books are you more of a collect to read or are you more of okay so this one is graded this uh no. mint and you don't do that do you no uh i have one graded book and it's the first appearance of red hood um okay I'm a big red hood fan as well 
So Uh-huh. like as much as like, you know, Spider-Man, I said that I like Venom just Uh-huh. almost as so much. I like Red Hood almost as much as Batman. Uh, so the first appearance of Red Hood, um, I have, um, and when Jason Todd comes back, I have that, um, which is like 676 or 636, something like that. I can't, I don't know right now. It's too far away for me to see. Yeah. Uh, but I have that graded only because I saw it at my comic book shop and they kind of like held it back for me and like, I'll give you this at a really discounted rate just for you because they love me. And so that's the only one, but I really just collect to read. <laughs> okay. Um, and so I actually just cut down my pull list to only like 10 comics a month or so um, because I used to read a lot, like 30, 40 books a month. Um, Wow. but Yeah, there was a lot of them that I was just like just reading just because, Uh-huh. and there's this like I'm just reading this because I've already been reading it, or and it, it's okay, and so I cut out a lot of those and just went with my ten favorite. And also, some things I like to read and trade better. Uh-huh. So like one of the and uh, if there's a comic book listener listening, we'll probably crucify me over this, but I cut Saga off of my list, and it really hurt me. Um, it really hurt me to do that, um, because I love Saga, but I just, I, when I first, I didn't read Saga and for the first time until like last year, year before that. And I read it like the first 52 issues in uh in a, in a big trade in a big omnibus. And I really enjoyed it because whenever I read trades and stuff, I can read them. Like I read them a lot faster because most of the books I've read this year have been, you know, trades and omnibuses. Uh-huh. Because Yeah. I read them really quickly, um, and there's just I just like the feel of a big book instead of, you know, like a comic book. Um, I got you. though I love comics, please don't crucify me. Um, <laughs> and so I uh, just some of the choices I made um, were of, you know what I really think I'd like this in trade and reading this all together, and so the books I get now are kind of like. I have to get Batman every week. I have to get, or every month, I have to get Nightwing. I got to get, you know, Spider-Man. I, I got to, Venom, I got to get these books because I want to know Yeah. what is going on. All And the other ones, I think, it's just was like, I can wait on some of these, so. Right. All right, Deputy. Dispatch says there's a gas station robbery in progress. Fire it up and let's go. Uh, Deputy? Deputy! What's wrong with you? Didn't you hear me? I'm sorry, Sheriff. I was just really wrapped up in this story on peculiar turnips. You're listening to stories about turnips. No, peculiar turnips. It's a podcast with all original stories. Oh, it's a trip. Some of these would be nightmare fuel if they weren't so daggone funny. And some of them will hit you in the feels, too. Is that why you were laughing and crying earlier? Well, yeah. Oh, I thought you got your medication mixed up or something. Oh, come on. Where else will you hear a story about a lovesick boy who throws a penny in a wishing well, makes a wish for a happily ever after, but a strange man inside the well keeps giving the penny back because his wish is impossible to grant? Or the one about a rose garden that replays your memories right in front of you? I, I kind of teared up over that one. Uh, how long does it take to rob a gas station again? Uh, not too awful long. Why? We probably got time to listen to one of them stories. For strange, original, and mostly family-friendly stories that you'll never hear anywhere else, catch Peculiar Turnips on Spotify, or wherever you like to get your podcasts. 
or visit peculiarturnips.libsyn.com. That's peculiarturnips.libsyn.com. Come out to the garden for a homegrown story. So I recently kind of took a break from reading comic books. Uh, I don't know exactly when it was. Um, it, it was earlier last year, not earlier last year, but it was uh, besides yours. I really haven't read any because uh, of something that happened. And actually, OK, so it was in November. Were you a uh, Power Rangers fan at all? Uh, yes, I, okay. I love Power Rangers. So I went on November 9th, which was a Saturday. Mm-hmm to a uh, flea market that we have here in town. Mm-hmm. And uh, I bought a bunch of comic books, and one of them was uh, a Power Rangers Shattered Grid uh, comic book. Okay, and that's the one. Is that the one with Lord Dracon? Yes. Drac- yeah, Drac- I don't it's, know how to spell it. It's uh, <laughs> Yeah, Lord Dracon. Or, yeah, okay. Yes. And uh, so I was reading it, and it turned out it was the one that um, – they were doing Tommy Oliver's funeral in. Mm-hmm. And I woke up the next morning on November 10th to find out that on November 9th, the same day that I purchased it, Jason David Frank had died. Oh, man. And so after that happened, I was like, you know what? I just bought this and I read that. And the same time as I'm reading that, he actually passed. I was like, I've got to take a break from this. It it bothered me more than I wanted to say. That was probably one of the first uh, uh, first ones that I actually was brought to tears whenever I found out that they had passed because he was probably one of my first heroes. Man, you, I, same, same. Uh, of course, growing up in the same era, mm-hmm. we, uh, of course, it, it makes sense that would both be like that. But man, Tommy was the man. Yeah. And Tommy, just Tommy's arc throughout the show, the original. Money more from Power Rangers show was just amazing. Yeah. Um. So just his whole journey was great, and so I really love the character of Tommy Oliver and Jason David Frank. Um. Was you know really great guy and had such a love for the Power Rangers, and you know whenever COVID happened, um. I don't know how much of, if you're listening right now, you know much of what JDF did um during mm-hmm. that time, but. He actually, you know, went around to all these comic book shops around uh, the world, uh, America, and went there for free. And they didn't, he didn't charge them anything. And wow. he went there and signed autographs for people and, you know, gave out free autographs and stuff to everybody that came in and met him and stuff. So he just had a bunch of, you know, like little, you know, paper, eight, eight and a half by 11 posters. Wow. Um, that, of different ones that they had and so he he just gave those out autographs um for free to help shops during covid so. he he's such a stand-up he was such a stand-up guy I, I remember watching videos of him being like sick you know and he would still want to be out there meeting his fans and talking to them and you know they'd have to tell him you know you need to stop and take a break you need to eat and uh, they would have to pull him away and he'd have to be like, I'll be back, you know, and he'd come back, you know, because he always cared about his fans. And that's something such a great guy. And it, it still breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was such a it was a horrible day. Um, yeah. So 
the thing is that, you know, lots of celebrity, you can see people get hung up on celebrities sometimes. And sometimes it just seems silly yep. and to you because um, yep. you're just like, I mean, what? It's just a, you know, it's just another person. But then it actually happens to someone that you care about. Right. Um, you know, when, you know, Luz and Tommy. Um, and it just hit. And then Kevin Conroy passed away. It's yeah. like, why would you two punch me like that? Like back to just, back, <laughs> back to back. And it was just you don't. And then it's just like, oh, so when people get upset because, you know, some random celebrity passed is away and you're just like it's just the host of jeopardy or whatever you know <laughs> and yeah. you're like come on man but the thing is is that you're not that person you don't know how they're feeling and what that person right. meant to them right so you really really having it happen to you it really spoke volumes to me and man they took out both of my heroes yeah. um because like power rangers was my jam and like Ari said batman the animated series was my jam yep. and then both passing so soon close to each other mm-hmm. it was just it was just horrible that was a me. rough fall that was that was a bad time yeah uh for us early 90s uh kids yeah <laughs> um so it was it was rough and now i'll never think to someone whenever they have a celebrity pass away and they're upset about it like i get it man i've been yeah. there before yeah. So sorry, we kind of got off on a little bit hey, of a no, sad track. <laughs> hey, it's okay. You know, um, they those two deserve that. So yeah. they're both great human beings. So that champ were champions for the the fan yeah. base. So so I do want to kind of get back uh, on talking about uh vengeance just for a minute and everything. I know that like you said, you've been working on this for a very long time. Do you have a timeline for how long it'll take you to tell this story? Oh man, that is a great question. Uh, no, I really don't. Um, uh-huh. I'm just telling it, and just as long as I get the ability to tell it, I'm gonna keep doing that. Um, so I mean, it's obviously gonna take more time, uh, you know, time to tell the whole story. And I'm gonna, I mean, I'm cutting out a lot, so right. because I mean, you, I just got to be an independent and stuff like that. Yep. So. No. I totally get that. Yeah, so I mean, probably in the long run, uh, you know, I'll probably only make like twelve issues or so of Vengeance. If I, okay. I you know, I don't know, so I don't want to like <laughs> nail it down. Right. But I assume that it's not going to be, you know, like hundreds of what I could come up with. Uh, so it's not going to be that. <laughs> but as long as I get to tell the core story, mm-hmm. and you know, maybe I could tell other adventures in like prose um, writing, um, you know novel short stories stuff like that in yeah. case people are like pros what does that mean um <laughs> so, uh you know somewhere in that because it's it's just expensive doing a comic um right. art wise is expensive mm-hmm. so who knows who knows i'm just gonna as long as i have the i'm blessed with the opportunity i'm gonna keep going and so you know as long as you know people are gonna draw it and i can keep you know, a fortunate. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> God willing, I will keep on trucking on the comic and that's what we'll do. So, um, yeah. but yeah, it's a, uh, so you never know, you know, I really never know, but uh, as of right now, it's an ongoing book. So, All right. so speaking of, you know, it, it's expensive. I know that you have uh, one that's coming out called Paladin um, mm-hmm. that uh, you have. It's fan. Um, the fans have raised money for you to be able to create that comic book and stuff. So that's another one that's been in the works. 
that you'll have coming out here soon, correct? Yes. So Paladin. So I, um, so like you've said, I am a comic book creator, comic book writer, Mm but -hmm. I'm also the owner of original geek comics. Uh, and so I say that it's a local comic book publisher out of central Arkansas. Uh Um, and I say that because I have other people on the team besides just me um, because and vengeance is not the only book that we're doing and I'm not the only writer and I'm not the only person behind the books anymore. I've now, you know, keep on growing the team more and more. And um, when we were doing the Kickstarter for issue two, because Paladin was the third Kickstarter I've done, by the way, uh, I did issue one and issue two for vengeance as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so issue one, and I'm I'm gonna get back to Paladin in just a second. Let me just. Oh, you're good. You're good. Issue one of Paladin or issue one of Vengeance uh, on the Kickstarter. I just did the Kickstarter for you know printing the comic book and stuff. I paid for the art and the stuff for the pencils and ink. I paid it okay. all out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the funds were re- literally just for the shirts that we had and the printing of the books. And then in issue two of Vengeance, um, with the budget that I set, paid for half of the art. Mm. Um, so it, it, it paid for half of the art, and then the other half came out of my pocket. And, of course, it went towards books and stuff like that. Um, so that, that's that been fun. So Vengeance has been a lot of mostly my funneling of money. So <laughs> on Paladin, um, so Paladin, I'm actually not involved in Paladin at all, oh. uh, besides being the editor uh in chief of uh, original geek comics so uh i'm the j jonah jameson of the comic book of paladin okay um, we not do anything uh so <laughs> um it is actually whenever we were doing the kickstarter for issue two um we did an event at kapow comics in sherwood arkansas um which is now my comic book shop because the one that i was going to um what is shutting down at the end of this month no. uh yeah sadly yeah um so we were doing an event there and to during the kickstarter to race you know help raise fun get more attention towards it and a guy came in um and he come he as soon as he walked in we were like hey how are you because we were right beside the door and so he was like oh hey um he come over there and talk to us apparently he had just walked in because there's an arcade right down the Right down the, uh, it's a shopping center, and there's an arcade in the shopping uh-huh. center. And he had just walked in there because he was waiting for some friends to get there. Um, so he's just like, you know, you know, browsing, pass some time. So he ends up talking to us. Um, come to find out, he does, he's an artist. He was an artist, um, but he had, you know, he had gotten into video game design, and he hadn't, like, done anything of his own. He said that he tried to do a comic, like, you know, 10 years ago or something like that. And just nothing ever came of it or something. Yeah. Um, so in the, he, then he left, but a comic got my information ends up sending me, uh, some fan art of vengeance late that night, oh. which ended up uh, pencils, um, which I ended up sending over to Jake, my, uh, artist on vengeance who inked it. And then, uh, we actually ended up using that as a, stretch goal um cover for issue two the kickstarter and then so i ended up asking him hey man um 
his name is Cameron Aislinn. And I said, Hey man, would you like to join our team? Um, you know, and he was like, yeah, for sure. I was like, you can do this cover. Um, this thing that you sent me, we'll make this a cover um, for issue two, add it to the other three covers that we have. Uh, so it can be a variant cover and then, you know, whatever you want, you got some ideas, you can do those. Um, and then I said, in fact, um, uh, I said, if you want, you can color this book is color vengeance because vengeance has been black and white um that's what issue one and issue two was right i said but look we're getting really close to our goal so we could make our stretch goal of coloring issue one and if we hit that stretch goal then we could do a color issue two um and jake ended up making the three covers his cameron's color cover and uh ron mc who's uh kind of like an associate of my team Uh, he's not really fully on the team. And then Sean Litton, who's on my team, did a variant cover. He colored those covers as well. Um, so we ended up hitting our goal. Then we ended up the stretch goal to unlock issue one in color. Um, then we ended up hitting the second stretch goal, uh, which was our budget was 1500 We ended up getting $3,000 on that second Kickstarter, Oh, wow. which ended up, yeah, so we, um, you know, double our budget Yeah. so we ended up getting both issues in color so now we have vengeance in black and white and in color and that's how cameron joined the team and so i said that because it kind of has to make sense because cameron is the guy doing paladin um so he wrote paladin and fun story he created paladin back in 2006 or 7 oh does it sound familiar a um little bit <laughs> and he and he kept pouring into it and pouring into it making this mythology bigger and bigger until eventually meeting me and learning the story of vengeance and they were the exact same type of journey we both had been on Uh -huh. um Wow. in a way and so now i am helping him make his dream come true of paladin much like i did for vengeance of my own so he is writing it he's drawing it he's inking it he's coloring it he's doing all of it lettering it and everything and i'm just putting it out under the original geek comics Wow. yeah and uh jake my vengeance artist is doing a variant cover and then the new guy that we just added like a month ago eric cushing who's about to be brought up later or in this conversation with me and you um he is doing a variant cover on that as well So, and then Sean Litton, who's also on my team, he's not doing a variant cover for this issue, um, but uh, Vengeance issue two, he did do, uh, he made a Vengeance chibi, you know, those chibi things that kids are into, little bitty Yeah. Uh-huh. happy face things. He did a Ven Vengeance chibi, chibi, drew one, and which we ended up turning into a, a sticker, a holographic sticker, <laughs> That's and cool. it's sold really well, and he's doing a, he did a Paladin chibi, so we got that sticker, um, which is doing pretty good, um, which did pretty good on the Kickstarter as well. Um, so he's just going to do chibis for each book that we do. Um, but on the next book that we have, he's doing a cover again. But yeah, so he... Uh, but yeah, that's it. That's how uh, Cameron came to be, and that's how Paladin came to be. Um, we just ended that Kickstarter and went the whole month of April, and uh, we hit our goal and a little bit over our goal. Um, so... Mm -hmm. That's cool. Um, Um, which we were going for a goal 
Um, we didn't quite hit our first stretch goal, um, which was going to get a foil poster for everybody that donated. Um, but since we got really close to it, I'm giving everybody a poster. It's just not going to but anyways, but it's just not going to be foil because that is expensive. And I really needed to hit that stretch goal to get that foil cover, but I can afford to get everybody the poster anyways. So I'm doing that for everyone. So That's cool. That, yeah. I, <laughs> I, you know, support us. I'll support you the best way I can. So. Yeah, exactly. So I didn't know that you actually. So you said you're going. You're going to have a comic book shop. You have a comic book shop as well, correct? No, 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 no. I just no, I, no. Uh, like comic book shop that I go to. I just, you know. Okay, okay. So I misunderstood what you said there. I thought yeah, you said it's that all you were good. Creating um, your own because of the one that's leaving. No, no, no. The comic book shop that I go to, Kapow and Sherwood. Okay. Uh, it just people say my comic book shop when they go to a comic. Man, right. I when I go to a comic book shop every Wednesday on New Comic Book Day, and uh, so I'm part <laughs> of a geek group that goes there. Yeah. Um, and so I mean, we just call it our comic book shop because I mean, we go there, we sit inside there, like we have our little table that we pull out every Wednesday and some chairs, and we sit in the middle of the comic book shop and talk and stuff. That's cool. So I mean. Yeah, then go to lunch, then come back. Um, lunch is right down that we go to the same Mexican restaurant a few doors down, come back. <laughs> so I mean, like we say our comic book shop, but it's not mine as in not that I own it. I got uh, you. So, okay. Yeah. No, that totally makes sense. <laughs> no, but they do carry my book in there. So do they? okay. Well, cool. Yeah. Uh, so where all is can you find uh Vengeance at? Well, if Unless you live in central Arkansas, in the Little Rock area, or in Sheridan, where I'm from, mm -hmm. um, in Grant County, out in the sticks here, um, <laughs> you probably won't find it in stores um, if you go to your comic book shop. Um, but every there's like five stores in Sheridan that have it because, okay. you know, it's a more small town, and they kind of call me a local small town celebrity here. Uh, it's a it's a joke thing that ran they, they ran with, and so I just... <laughs> I let them have it. They made a Facebook group and everything. So, you know, got a couple hundred people on it. So I just let them have their fun. Um, and so they'll take pictures of me randomly if they see me out. So it's kind of fun deal. Um, small town humor. Um, but in, and then at Kapow Comics in Sherwood, Arkansas. I hope that Matt, the owner, gives me money for mentioning his bookshop so much. Uh, so other than that, credit. though. Yeah, store credit, something. Yeah. Just give me a book. Uh, make my wife happy that I don't spend as much money. I'll probably still spend the same amount of money. I'll just yeah. get an extra book. Uh, <laughs> I love to read. Now, if I mention that, um, maybe. <laughs> maybe a little bit, you know. Um, you, but if you are not in those areas, what you can do is you can go to www.originalgeekcomics. Original Geek comics.com and you can order our books there okay and all our merchandise shirts stickers all of it you can order it all and then i'll ship it to you and then if you live in the central arkansas area um i can actually you can do local pickup and i can uh, drop it off to you meet you somewhere meet you at walmart meet you at a police station wherever you want to meet at back alley <laughs> back alley <laughs> <laughs> just don't, don't shoot my parents when we're back there. That's all oh, I no. ask. <laughs> That's all I ask. <laughs> read too much. I read too much. No, it's cool. Yeah. So how many people are actually on your team there at Original Geek Comics? So we have me and Cameron are writers, and then Cameron is also an artist. And then Jake Jackson, um, Sean Linton, Eric Cushing, 
So we're like five main guys. And then Ron, uh, LaRon McAdoo, or he goes by Ron MC. He's a motivational speaker. Um, he, he does work with us too. And he's kind of like, but he has his own thing um, with his own. And, and so he's kind of like a, uh, a branch off of our team in a way. And so he's kind of, but I mean, he did go the last con that was at last weekend with me. So, I mean, it, I mean, he said he feels like a part of the team. So I don't know if he's a, like officially part of the team, but maybe it's kind of like, he's kind honorary of like, he, yeah. So he's like an honorary part of the team. So okay I mean, you know, we're good six guys all from central Arkansas area. So, yeah you know, well so um we're about to be coming up on a close on here and i know that there's some things that maybe you want to talk about but before we get to that i just had a couple more uh questions for you so do you have any hobbies that you like to do Uh, I play video games. Um, and besides reading, of course, uh, uh, I play video games. I have a PS five. Okay. Um, currently playing Jedi survivor. How Um, is that? amazing. So do you play Jedi? How do you, you play video games? Yes. I, I do play video games. Yes. You play Jedi fallen order. I haven't. I, I'm so far behind. Oh, You know I what? get it. I might as well not even. I might as well just say no because <laughs> no, I don't play video games. because the newest thing that I'm sporting in my house <laughs> is a switch. <laughs> hey, switches are awesome though. You know the They new are. Zelda game just came out Friday. Um, Yeah. so, uh, so my kids both have switches, but I also own every, every Pokemon game that comes out. I buy it and play it on their switch. So Man, just because we have I so can't, much to talk about, man. because <laughs> I can't get rid of it, even though that I'm <laughs> 35 years old, yeah. still have to play every Pokemon game. So. <laughs> Um, uh, that's it. That's all I play. <laughs> so, um, no, so I, I play that a lot. I really, so again, Jedi Survivor, really amazing. Uh, so good. Um, if they do a third one, it'll be the best Star Wars trilogy ever made. So, um, Okay. that's legit, legit thing there. So it was just really good. Uh, just recently got played God of War Ragnarok. So good. Oh yeah. Uh, that's such Love a great God of War. Yeah, the the 2016 God of War and the God of War Ragnarok, Mhm. Mm two best. You know, it's a it's really a duology instead of trilogy, and it's just, just amazing. Um, but I really like mythology too. So, um, but I mean, other than that, I really don't do a whole lot. Mainly because I have so many kids, it's really hard to do anything. <laughs> Um, yeah I watch shows and stuff. Um, I just got into My Hero Academia, so. great show Uh, because my well, Sean, my buddy Sean, uh, uh-huh he and well, my son Maverick, he's the nine-year-old. Um, he started watching the anime, and okay then my buddy Sean, you know, I was telling him about you know because he's really in the anime, manga, and all that stuff, and I was telling him how Maverick uh got into my hero. Um, started watching that, and he tells me, "Hey, I got all the manga." Uh, and then some 13 of the My Hero Academia Vigilantes, I'll sell you to all all of these for $200. And so I bought them all, and they're like 50 manga. So I, I, I mean, I got I to gotta steal. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, so you did. I bought them all. Um, and so Maverick started reading them. He's like, I'm 14 now. So I bought this. It was about a couple months ago. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to read it too. So... I'm like six volumes in right now, Okay. and then so then I started watching the anime too, Uh-huh. and really I haven't 
please don't crucify anybody that's listening to us. Um, I'm really, I'm so scared every time, like anytime you like say, I mean, I'm a geek. I know it's original geek. I get it. Um, I haven't watched a whole lot of anime aside from Dragon Ball Okay. um, Super because I, that's why I've always been, you know, Dragon Ball Z, you probably know, Yeah, um, exactly. you know, So exact Dragon Ball Z announced Dragon Ball Super, and Uh-huh. you know that's pretty much another thing. But I mean, I'm starting to get. I've read some of One Piece. I now I've read more of my, my Hero. But I started watching the anime, and I really like it. I just got finished with the first season, Okay. so you know I'm 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 getting my anime and manga card. I'm working on it. Okay, so it just it just took me a bit to get here. Okay, like I mean, Yeah. I got <laughs> back in the comics and stuff, and just give me my moment to get there. I'm coming. You know. I'm working on it. So that that's that's kind of it that I do, you know, besides watching, you know, some shows with my wife, you know, spending time with my wife and spending time with my kids. I don't I don't do much outside of that Right. besides Well, besides I imagine, work. you know, trying to keep that balance, you know, because I'm sure that doing the comic book and, you know, trying to be able to make sure that you're keeping your balance with your family and uh, being able to read all these things that you want to read and see all these shows that you want to, uh, to watch, you know, it, it's, it's very hard to keep that balance. I know that from trying to do the podcast and then, you know, trying to read my comics and play the video games I want and watch TV shows I want and family and, you know, everything. So I can imagine it gets to be very hectic, especially with five kids. Yeah, I used to watch a lot more shows and watch a lot of movies that I just haven't done in the past five years once we had my daughter Yeah. and then my son after that. It's just, I just, I stopped. I used to watch a lot of stuff, but I, you know, I've had to cut back on all that because, Mm-hmm. you know, because of my kids. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, it's way worth it more. Um, so I definitely, like, The Jedi Survivor, like besides, you know, God of War Ragnarok, besides, you know, I believe that came out this year too. Um, besides that, I mean, I didn't play, you know, video games for a long time, um, for like, you know, six months or so. You know, I might have turned on my PS5 a couple of times, but I used to play video games a lot. But, you know, I've got to cut back on that. And when I read, um, usually I read, you know, while in bed, like I'm going to sleep, um, Yeah. and my wife will go to sleep and I have like insomnia and then I'm just like, so I'll just turn the lamp on and I'll just sit there and read Yeah. or, uh, I'll be, um, I'll have some off time at work. Um, so I'm like a, I'm a, I'm a trainer, um, Okay. for, at my job. And Okay. so when we're in class, if I'm not doing anything, so if, they're working on something then I'm reading um or if they're working you know on some like online module or someone else is teaching or something like this because there's like three of us and then I'll be reading so I don't really when I read I'm I'm not taking away the time from my family Right. so I try and right now the video with the video Jedi Survivor just came out um well it didn't just come out it came out uh you know a few weeks back Uh, but I just now got it like a few days ago. Um, Uh-huh. and so like, I will play it a lot right now. Yeah. That's, um, but then I'll finish it and then I probably won't touch my PlayStation again for, you know, till fall or something. Yeah. <laughs> so whenever I do get, get those games, like I play those really quickly <laughs> mhm. Mm and, you know, I spend a lot of time, you know, you know, the, you know, even with my family around. doing Uh-huh. it but then if i do play my video games after this once i finish jedi survivor i won't play it unless it's like downtime at work Right. or my kids or everybody's asleep Yeah. and it's just me late at night 
I won't take that time away from my family, you know, just like I don't read and stuff mostly um, for a majority of the time whenever, Yeah. you know, my family's awake and needing, needing, wanting my attention. So Right. I've tried to got, get better on that. I think um, the boys, um, you know, my older boys, 9, 10, 11, 12, I think maybe when they were younger, I probably took some time away from them getting, doing my own thing Right. from them that I shouldn't. And so now with these younger ones, and hopefully the boys are, you know, know, know that I'm sorry for that time, but I'm doing better now. Oh, yeah. So, no, I'm trying to be a better, I try to be a better person uh, tomorrow than I was today and Right. uh, be a better person today than I was yesterday. That's So, the best you can do, man. yeah. And so, like, I've really the past, you know, four or five years just trying to be, do better Yeah. and and being a better parent is Yeah. really Because, I mean, I can sit here and talk to you about all this comic book stuff and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, if my wife was like, I need you to stop all this and just be a better dad and just be a better husband. Well, sorry, guys, Family but comes first. <laughs> Yep. uh, family comes first. This is what would happen, vengeance. <laughs> Have a good day. You yeah. know, uh, I, I would drop all in a heartbeat. Um, Yeah. so, but my wife's a great supporter of the comic books. Um, she was at the con with me. Um, Yes. met, you, you met her as well. Uh huh. So, I mean, so it's pretty cool that my wife goes to that. So she's definitely a big supporter. Um, It's definitely nice to have a, a, a supportive spouse. Mine makes all of my merch for me. You know, oh, she. sweet. Yeah, so she's uh, been really supportive. So yeah, no, I totally get that. Having a supportive spouse makes your, it helps your creative side a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, I've done other creative stuff in the past, and sh uh, she really wasn't. Matt supporter so that's another thing that she worked on um Uh-huh. you know for once I started doing the comic Yeah. and it's just something that I think she saw the way I was when I started the comic and how much it means to me and really Right. um she saw that this is what I've always wanted to do and so she was I think she saw the other stuff as maybe she saw the writing on the wall long before I did and Yeah. was like you're not supposed to be doing this stuff Yeah. um But then when I started in comics, this is what you are supposed to be doing. And I think especially going to the cons with me, especially NWA con, she was really super impressed with that. So, Yeah. so it's just, I mean, I was impressed with it too. So, uh, so it's been, well, it's been fun, you know, and, and like I said, you know, even though some of my extracurricular stuff that I do hobby wise is kind of falling to the wayside, I think at the end of the day, um, what's
so there is something that you uh, you mentioned on Facebook for those of you who are listening to this because of the Facebook post that you saw. Uh, I guess this will have been a week ago when this airs. Um, you had something that you wanted to talk about on the show, so I'm going to try to I'm going to give you that opportunity to kind of uh, talk about whatever that was that you wanted to bring up, man. Yeah, Jared. Uh, so why I wanted to make this com- uh, that you know we've been trying to make this podcast happen the two of us for like four months. Um, mm-hmm. so just now where we both got um an opening to um and my daughter just walked in the room. So <laughs> uh, if if you hear a child, she looks like she's just going to sit on the floor. Okay. Um, we'll see. But if you hear a child, as you know, you're listening to. If you give a do- dad a podcast. So yep. if you invited dad on a podcast, you're going to uh, hear kids. <laughs> you're going to hear kids. Uh, so, but anyways, and I wanted to really make it special. I was like, cause you seem an awesome guy. You bought my book and stuff and you, you know, we've kept in touch and, you know, liking my stuff and yeah, I listen sure. to your podcast. And so I was like, I want to make this special. Cause you know, being a fan of your podcast and what you're doing, I was like, I want to make this special. Well, I just got done last weekend. Um, as of this recording, um, I ran my first ever comic con of myself, um, co-ran it, um, and it was the Sheridan's first ever comic con. Uh, It was called Green Ribbon Con, Um, and it was for charity, um, raising awareness for mental health. I have mental health. Mm. Um, My son, one of my sons does as well. Um, My friend that I uh, co-ran the – the show with he a couple of his kids deal with mental health issues were really big proponents of mental health over here yeah um and so i don't think that it gets enough awareness and so you know even my aunt writes mental off mental health off um so it means a lot it means a lot to me yeah so being able wanting to do something for that and do it for charity and making a charity out of it. Um, we're in the process of making a 5013C out of it. Um, so we can do more stuff, um, to raise money for mental health. Um, mm-hmm. and being able to bring the first ever Comic Con to shared in Arkansas. And in case you don't know where that is, um, it's in Grant County, Arkansas, and it's literally mm-hmm. a hick town of, you know, 3,000 people. Um, and so we're literally small town. Uh, Arkansas, uh, Arkansas, right next to Poen, Arkansas. Um, How far is that from Little Rock? Forty-five minutes oh, that's um, yeah. south. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm not. I went to the same school in Poen, Arkansas, that Justin Moore did, country singer um, oh. from Arkansas. Yeah. So that's like ten minutes down the road. So we're from that area. You know, we're from small, a small town, USA. Yeah. And so being able to do that first Comic Con was a huge deal. And it was a really fun time. But the reason I say that, um, to mention that, is because there I announced a new book coming from Original Geek Comics. And um, I haven't announced it publicly yet. It was just the con uh, exclusive. And so I was like, you know what? I want to announce it publicly on Jared's podcast. Um, so that that's what I'm going to do. And so that's what I really want to talk about is that book. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then once the people hear this podcast, it'll be, you know, breaking news. Um, <laughs> uh, courtesy uh, of Jared with, uh, if you give a dad a podcast. Uh, so. Well, I appreciate anyway, the, that. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, um, it, and I'm being not as big as, you know, J. Michael Tatum saying some news, but hey, uh, <laughs> I, I will harp. I will. 
that was some, that's something you should take to your grave. Just FYI, I had J. Michael Tatum on my podcast. <laughs> um, but anyways, the book uh, is written by me, and the art is by Eric Cushing. Uh-huh. As if you recall, a while ago when I was naming my team, he's a new guy that we just added, um, who was part of our group of comic book people but no mm-hmm. one ever knew that he can actually draw really good uh and then he was like oh i can draw then, then you find <laughs> out he's a really amazing um really kept that information to himself for a long time um glad to have him back on the team glad to have him on the team though and so he's doing the art uh and the book is called the eighth day um okay and so um if you want i can i can give you a little synopsis about it um i can and so i can really you know yeah. I got a synopsis here. Yeah. Um, and so it's 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 kind of lengthy, not really lengthy, but I just if I say it myself, I don't think uh, you know, just give you my words. I, I, I tend to have a tendency to talk too much and random. And so let me just read this for you. Okay. Um so in the year twenty sixty, freedom is a distant memory as the world is ruled by one governing body, a man simply known as the father who has not ever been seen by anyone alive. And one of the most important decrees put into place by the Father was the decree of the eighth day. Now, this decree, it introduced another day into the systematic calendar. So there's still like 365 days a year, but there's eight days instead of seven days. And the eighth day, um, you you worship the Father um, because he kind of sees himself above uh, God. Uh, anyway, so hmm. yeah, okay. so that's you know seventh day, Sabbath day. You're supposed yeah. To keep it well, the eighth day you keep it for the Father. Um, <laughs> thinks he's more important. Um, so the the world population is now in hundreds. Um, so we're looking at post-apocalyptic here. Uh-huh. Um, all of which and all the people and the hundreds of people are gathered into one city called Basil. Um, that's B A S A L. Um, where food and shelter are a scarce commodity. Anyone who dares steps out against their ruler or commits any crime is quickly taken out by a robotic race called the Keepers. So you get these giant robots that are kind of ran by the father, kind of like his, you know, his henchmen in a way. And they're, so they're like massive, massive robots. Um, in it, and the book centers around, and I'm kind of also giving you some tidbits while um, giving you the synopsis. So, <laughs> <You're> good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the book centers around uh, a 16-year-old boy whose name is Apex. Uh, he does all he can to keep himself and his mother alive. Mm-hmm. And a sudden Ill- – so he gets a sudden illness, um, but it ends up having a change for good in him. And with the gift that he's been granted, he decides that the time is now to take on the father and his race of keepers. And in the book, we're going to answer, hopefully answer a few questions like, what happened to the Age of Heroes? Who is the father? And can he be stopped? But these questions, they must be answered as young Apex, Apex goes on his quest through Basil to return the world to its former self. So, yeah, that that's a good synopsis of the book. Wow. So it's, yeah, so... Um, it's kind of, so uh, basically what we're doing in original geek comics um is is that we're building uh, original geek um multiverse um okay and so um because once the vengeance vengeance is um you know and I have other ideas of other things that we've I've talked about before because I was going to do the superhero book called Anubis and I'm eventually going to go back to that um mm. I almost made a um 
a uh like a like a podcast but a uh, audio um yeah, like an audio drama yeah audio drama thank you uh <laughs> called the rip the ripoffs okay um and so they're a group of cosplayers who end up becoming su superheroes um and uh that would be interesting so that was um going to be in the same universe as well and so then there's a couple other things that you know been working on when i was working on vengeance and building that up idea came up with some other superheroes that eventually you know that i want to do either through comics or through some type of short stories and stuff where all this stuff would be in a um in our comic book universe um so then when um uh cameron came along um we made you know and making paladin mm -hmm. uh he wanted that to be in a separate universe. So then I made a, a basically a multiverse map. Okay. Um, and gave everything a multiversal designation. So like the main um, designation universe for the OG comics, um, which is the Vengeance first, basically, because mm -hmm. um, that's where we started. That's uh, U501. Um, okay. So Universe 501. Um, I like that. Yeah. And so then... <laughs> uh, so then whenever I told Cameron about it, he come up with his own um designate um which is universe six one two. So that's the Paladin universe. And then I have another thing that I'm wanting to do, which I think I'm gonna do it as a book, um, book series. Um and and a it's a horror book series, and that would be universe four seven nine. Um so um so the eighth day is set in universe eight seven zero. Uh huh. Um, in the in the four seven nine, uh, the horror universe. By the way, it it'll make sense because that's actually where my story is set in. So okay. Um, so that that that's why it's for. So it's set in Northwest Arkansas. Okay. So that's why it's four seven nine. Yeah, I use okay. their area codes. Don't no, really I care. know. I was picking up. I was like, uh, is he gonna do eight seven zero? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, the eighth day is in the universe eight seven zero, but uh -huh. it's an alternate future of the universe U U five zero one. Okay. So it's like there could be some people that are mentioned or small characters or stuff um from the original from the 501 universe of original geek comics. Okay. Because like so I mentioned what happened in the Age of Heroes. So we'll see the history, you know, basically we're like 40 years into the history of whenever the vengeance first started. Ah, okay. Um, it's alternate post-apocalyptic everything went bad what happened you know what caused this right to the world to be like this why is there no superheroes uh until apex gets his power who you know what all, what all happened so mm -hmm. something basically something that and i may and so i was actually when i come up with this idea um and i ended up um was going to have um when i was you know i, I told you i wrote tv Mm -hmm. shows of vengeance right and um i actually was going to have an episode called eight where vengeance goes uh like gets sucked into a a, a hole or whatever it ends up in the eighth day universe oh and so um and then he was going to know what happened and be able to come back and then stop it from happening on his world so uh so i don't know how it all tied together but um uh comic wise but it will happen Dude, so i'm all excited over here i am ready to see all of this transpire you know 
uh, I feel like uh, whenever they first started making all the Marvel comic books, you know, you're like, yes, I want to see what happens next. And I'm very excited to see what happens in all these worlds. Yeah. So it's kind of like, in a way, it's like the ultimate universe of uh-huh. Marvel comics, um, which, by the way, I just read, got finished reading. I did like a little, about 10 months of reading the entire Marvel Ultimate Comics line, which is 703 issues. Uh-huh. That was a fun journey. I, I read all those in a little wow. over a year. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like that in a way, except it's really messed up. Because <laughs> the... <laughs> I don't know if you read any of the Ultimate comics, um, but you know they're just basically alternate right. um, people. And my kids are in the background, by the way. Now, oh, you're um, good. So, so <laughs> yeah, so basically, it's just alternate, but really, really bad, messed up, like Days of Future Past, yeah. X Men, messed up version of yeah, yeah. the normal universe. And so, right, getting, Old Man Logan, yeah, something like that. And so, yeah. getting to be able to play in the ideas that I have. And being able to do the stuff at the same time mm-hmm. and be able to tell both stories in a way and be it, I think it'll be a fun thing for people to do right. and the venture to go on with me and seeing that because then I can make references to the other stuff that we're doing mm-hmm. um, and what and and see what it's like in this post-apocalyptic version of what else they're seeing, you know, with, you know, what being able to, you know, bring, you know, seeing what, what, what with vengeance and stuff. And so being able to see maybe like a flashback, um, which I've, I've talked to Eric about, you know, having a flashback, but then we see like vengeance, <laughs> uh, vengeance in the art, in this eighth day universe. Yeah. Um, but him, him be different. Right. And, um, and obviously It'd be he's his own dead world. now. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. I like that. That's really cool. Uh, uh, man, you got me pumped about this. I, I wish I could just like start reading them all now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're kind of coming up on a close here for the show. And uh, where is it that people can follow you and follow uh, Original Geek Comics at? Yeah, so you can go to Facebook.com slash Original Geek Comics and also Instagram at Original Geek Comics. So we're on both of those social platforms under mm-hmm. Original Geek Comics. Very simple. So all right, I'm trying to make everything just easy brand together. Well, so I, I wish I would have done that whenever I first started creating all of my my stuff, because Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter all have different um, tags. So <laughs> I yeah, wish I would have uh, just created them all the same. Yeah, I've been there before. Yeah. And so I under I understand. And so like whenever I did it, I was like, I need to get all these right now. They're all available. I'm spending whatever money I have, and if I have to pay some people off, I'll do it. <laughs> so because it's just I just was like hated that back when I've done other stuff and having to tell, well, on this we're blah blah blah, but on this we're blah blah blah. Yeah. And it was just like, ugh. <laughs> it's a slog. All right, man. And is there any last things that maybe you want to say to the listeners before I get you off of here? Uh, no, I think, you know, I probably said enough. Uh, so, <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you don't mind, uh, you know, checking us out, um, you know, originalgeekcomics.com to get the books. Yeah. I'll get it shipped out to you as well. Um, check out Vengeance. Uh, issue one and issue two i mean i i mean i think they're a good story i am biased of course so they are a good uh, story 
but I mean, it's it's pretty good, I think. Um, and maybe because I've been working on it for so long. Yeah. Um, and I really am to the classic. I mean, classic comic stuff. I want to leave you hanging on that for on that last page. Um, you know, I have a letters page. Um, you know, I told my story of vengeance in the first issue at the end of that, but then I have letters in the end of second issue. Yeah. So, you know, I'm really I'm really into that type of feel. Um, so I, I mean, it's it's good. And so if you if you want to you know hop on the early beginnings um, of a universe of a comic book universe, um, this is this is the place to do it. And it's you know we're we're all from Central Arkansas. We're all from Arkansas. Yeah. So especially if you're from Arkansas, listen to the podcast. But if you're not, you're you're okay too. I like you as well. So <laughs> <laughs> check us out though. So. All right, man. And I will put links to all of this in my show notes. That way people okay. can find it as well. But man, it has been great talking to you. I've had a wonderful time and I'm gonna have to get you back on because there's a bunch of stuff that we didn't even get to touch on. So awesome. Yeah, that'd be all fun. Right. All right. Well, you have a good night. You too. Hey, everyone. This is Brian Ferguson, the host of Bumps and Thumps, the talk of wrestling. We are on today because of you. And in order to continue the podcast and get the guests on here that requires some financial compensation, we're going to need help from people like you. Right now, we're attempting to get our YouTube videos monetized through YouTube. We need 1,000 subscribers in order to do that. So I have decided that if the 1,000th subscriber will get a free T-shirt like this from me and come on the show as a guest on the podcast, so subscribe today, and that 1,000 subscriber will be contacted by me and be given a T-shirt and come on the show. So subscribe today. If you already have, thank you. If you haven't, please do and tell your friends and subscribe today, and we'll talk to you soon and enjoy the podcast. With the blessing of the city of Brantford and Brantford Apparel, Brantford Wrestling presents Drop Kicks for Devon. Brantford's biggest wrestling fan, Devon Ryan, suffered an accident in January of this year. The communities of Brantford and of pro wrestling are coming together to support Devon through this time. June 10th, at the Boys and Girls Club of Brantford, Two Edge Street, Drop Kicks for Devon promises to be one of Brantford's most exciting nights of wrestling action of all time. Stars from around the world set to appear from PEI, Bradford Montague, from Kurdistan, the Monster Carew, and as recently seen on AEW and WWE television, KC Spinelli will be in action. Then, in the main event, as Devin was Pretty Ricky Wildey's biggest supporter, Pretty Ricky will be defending his Brantford Heavyweight Championship against John Greed inside of a steel cage. All proceeds go directly to Devin's recovery. Follow Brantford Wrestling at BTFD Wrestling. For all updates, fans, you do not want to miss this night of action, and you must be in the venue to witness this spectacle. All right, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed that episode with Nick Helms. Uh, he was a really fun guest to talk to, and uh, I, I I just really enjoyed just talking to him. Even afterwards, you know, he was uh, he's a very down to earth guy and a lot of fun. So uh, I can't wait to bring him back on and talk more about that. And I can't wait to see what happens next with Original Geek Comics. Uh, sounds like they've got some really cool stuff planned. And like I said, I have. Links to their stuff in my show notes, so make sure that you go and follow them and keep up with everything that's going on with them. 
So I've got some really good ones coming up over the next few weeks, and if you stay tuned to my social media, you will be able to see who will be coming on the show. Um, I've got everything from uh, wrestlers to uh, even metal singers and things like that over the next few months even. I'm actually planned all the way through July right now. So I am very excited about some of these guests that will be coming on. You guys are really going to enjoy them. I've got some that you guys have requested that are coming on. So yeah, just stay tuned. Keep a lookout on the social media for all the different things that will be coming here to IGADAP. Um, if you want to follow me on social media, you can do so by going to Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or even Snapchat or TikTok and uh, just look up if you give a data podcast. I'm on all of those and I update those regularly. So yeah, just uh, stay with me on those and you will see all the cool stuff that I have coming up. As you saw um, over the last week, I am bringing something back that I did last year and that is the Rad Dad shout out. Over the next few weeks uh, leading up to Father's Day, I will be doing a Rad Dad shout-out, and that is where you can send in either a recording of you talking about somebody that you want to give a shout-out to that you believe is a good dad uh, that deserves to have a shout-out, or if you just want to write it down and send it to me, I will read it. Um, But yeah, send it in. I I love to do this, so we're going to recognize the dads in our life on this show. So send me your stuff. I want to hear it. Um, you can either send it to me over social media or you can send it to me on my email address and that is giveadatapodcast at gmail.com. If you just want to send me a line and say, hey, I like your show or I don't like your show, um, send me something. I, I love hearing from you guys and I can't wait to see what happens next and what you guys send to me because it is a lot of fun to interact and talk with you guys. As you're listening to this episode, please go and rate and review it. The more people that do that, the more exposure that it gets. So if you go and you give me a thumbs up or you give me a star rating, then I'm more likely to be um, recommended to somebody. So if you like this show and you want it to be spread around, share it, rate it, review it, do all those things. Let everybody know how much you like if you give a data podcast. So... I want to give a shout out to both of my podcast networks that I'm a part of. That is the OIW Podcast Network and the Avenue Podcast Network. Um, Both great networks have lots of great different shows. Um, I found some really cool ones that I really enjoy listening to, and uh, I'm sure that you guys will too. They have everything that you could ever think of in the way of podcast, whether it be a travel podcast or just a show that talks about wrestling or talks about video games or even just talks about nothing kind of like my show you know where I just have guests on and we just talk about all kinds of stuff you will find all kinds of great shows on both of those podcast networks I will have a link to both of them in my show notes as well merch is coming waiting on my shirts they will be coming soon I will be placing stuff on social media once they are ready you can order them directly through me or you can follow the link for my wife's page that is cups and teas by Stacia. You can either buy my merch on her stuff or you can just order it directly from me, whichever one that you prefer. You can do either one. Um, I also want to say thank you to D cure for making my ending theme song for me. He is such an awesome guy. He created such an awesome ending theme song for me. And, uh, I really appreciate him. I appreciate everything that he does. All the music that he comes out with. He has been 
in the booth with lots of really cool people that I would love to get on this show as well. And uh, so you never know what will happen in the future. I'd love to get him back on the show. I've talked to him about it, and he's down to coming back on. So be on the lookout. Maybe you'll see him on here again sometime later this year. I love you guys. I hope that you have a wonderful week, and I will see you next time. Bye. On. He calls us beautiful people, then tells us who we have on. The best part of my day, the world blocked out in my pods. Tell my friends all about it so that they follow along. And the host is kind of nerdy, but guess what? I am as well. I don't feel so alone, and I began walking out of my shell. Heard a story, I need a connection I haven't felt. I'll be looking for the next one, tell then farewell. It's the podcast for me. Have it on, better go see. Closely download and tune in remotely. It's the podcast for me. Have it on, better go see and listen closely. This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network.